What's good, my friends? This is the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides. Mark Ryan and Diesel, and we are the Fan Upstate rolling on until 7 o'clock p.m. today. Fantastic to have you guys with us on the show. So uh, we got some breaking news here. I don't know what to make of it, Diesel. Uh, Carolina has hired Dan Morgan as the new general manager of the team. He is a former Pro Bowl player uh, on the team. And, uh, you know, Panthers culture, I looked immediately to see what he thought about this news. Uh, This is somebody who has no GM experience. And as a Panthers fan, like, this is the unfortunate position you find yourself in. You have to, you have no choice but to throw your hands up and say, man, I'm going to say a prayer that it works. Say a prayer that it works. You have no, like, you have no hope to do anything but that. You got a guy who has no GM experience. The South Carolina Gamecocks hired a head coach, Shane Beamer, who had no head coaching experience, no coordinator co- coordinator experience. You just got to throw up your hands and say, man, I hope this works. I hope it works. You know, like, let's be honest. They say it was an exhaustive search for Carolina's new general manager. It was exhaustive because it's exhausting when everybody tells you no. It's exhausting when no one wants the job because no one wants to work with you. So you end up getting a guy who, you know, just wants to be a GM and he'll put up with anything he needs to put up with to get that job. But now Dan Morgan is going to have this job for a minimum of three years, probably a minimum of five. Okay? Um, And, like, you have no idea if he knows what he's doing. But he's a Tepper guy. What does it mean to be a Tepper guy? You know, guys, I'll tell you something really unfortunate about our business and about uh, about what we do. So many times in uh, this, like people that I really respect in our industry tell me this. They're like, Mark, you, all that matters is if you are the guy of the decision maker. You know, are you his guy? It doesn't matter how how good of a show you do. It doesn't matter if you nail an interview it doesn't matter if this segment was totally on point. Like, it, what matters is that you get somebody to fall in love with you. And when you do, you get a job, you get a shot, you have a chance. Right? Like, that's, that's what you get with an opportunity. And so, you know, like, you're blessed and you're fortunate when you find somebody who really likes what you do. But effectively... The Carolina Panthers just hired an on-air personality with no on-air experience. And they just like him. They believe in him. They like who he is. He's a Dave Tepper guy. Because you sure as bleep we're not going to get any of the top GM candidates out there. And at this point, you just have to acknowledge that Dave Tepper has made this bed. He's the reason none of the top coaching candidates want to come here. He's the reason why all the candidates that you want are interviewing over Zoom and not even taking the time to come down here themselves. I mean, if you think about it a certain way, guys, 
Ben Johnson should be a shoo-in to be the next head coach of Carolina. Why? He's from here. He grew up here. You know, like that is the perfect fit. You've got the number one pick. He's a quarterback, Bryce Young. You've got a quarterback whisperer doing great work for the Detroit Lions. This should be a no-brainer, but it isn't. Why? Because Dave Tepper's here. And because the feeling around the league is that Dave Tepper is going to tear down anything you try to build up. He's a mad scientist. He's an absolute mad scientist. And there's nothing, there's nothing worse than that. Nothing worse than that. You know, like our station group here in the Carolinas is the opposite of the way Dave Tepper runs the Carolina Panthers. Here at our station group, okay, um, we, we, like you have a chance to finish your career here if you'd like. You know, like Lonzo has been here 20 years. Diesel, I think you've been here 15 years. You know, when I started here, and you guys might know this, but uh, we hit 1,000 shows last year. And when I started and when I got to 100 shows, I had a conversation with myself, and I said, Mark, do you think you're going to get to 1,000 shows here? And I said, yeah, the odds are against it because the odds are against anybody doing that in this business. 900 more shows you do 220 shows roughly a year. What are the odds you're going to get to 1,000 shows? You do that here. This station group, Odyssey Greenville, values continuity, values consistency and growth in the community. Dave Tepper, man, good luck. I mean, we're, we're so glad that he fired Frank Reich because we learned that Frank Reich was really the problem, right? He was really what was going on here. He was really what's wrong. Diesel, Dan Morgan, the new GM, what do you think? Eh, like, okay, you got somebody who loves this place. And you, you said it yourself. We don't know. We just don't know if he has what it takes to evaluate talent, to work deals properly, because Scott Fitterer sucked at that. Like, he was awful. Giving away money in places where he shouldn't have been and withholding money in places where he should be giving it up. And we saw that with the with the Panthers' just abysmal cap space this year. They couldn't go out and get anybody. They couldn't get Bryce anybody this year because they didn't have any money. Like, how do you sell the farm the way that they did? I'm talking about Christian McCaffrey. I'm talking about Baker Mayfield. I'm talking about uh, uh, DJ Moore and all the other draft picks that went with it. How do you sell the farm and have no money? Like they had nothing. Like it opens up to about fifty million dollars next year, but that doesn't help you right now. So Fitterer sucked at all of the things that a GM needs to be good at. His competency was not there, and again, we just don't know about Dan. Yeah, like this is, you know, you have hired a total unknown. Good luck. Hope it works out for you. Hope it works out for the fans of the Carolina Panthers. Unfortunately, we've learned that when we, whenever we bring up the Carolina Panthers here, you might as well start playing the cricket sound. I mean, that's, that's where the level of care is, you know. It's not just us that has learned this. It's, it's all the shows in this area. 
the Rob Brown show. It's it's the show of our competitors. You know, used to be able used to be you could talk you could talk sports pro sports here. But the reality is, guys, you know, there is exactly one pro sport that we can talk about now on these airwaves and get some semblance of a reaction. And it's the National Football League. Outside of that, the upstate is a college market. It's a high school market. And you can sprinkle in the NFL. You talk hockey, you're going to get no response. NHL. You talk NBA, you're going to get no response. You talk Braves. You know, every once in a while you have people that say, hey, can you talk more Braves? Then we do, and it gets no response. See what I'm saying? Carolina Panthers now, no response. This area is saying we know our identity, and our identity is that of a college sports market and that of a high school sports market. That's who we are. Take us or leave us. That's that's what we're about. Incidentally, guys, hit us with a text. Uh, your letter grade for the sports scene in the upstate. Is it an A? Is it a B? Is it a C? Is it a D? Or is it an F? I say C. Diesel says C minus. We've gotten a few people that said it's an A. What do you guys think? Drop us your grade. Explain to us line, why it's an A. To start your text. Yeah. Anyone who's saying that. Anyone who's who's giving it an A, I, I think you're focusing on maybe one sport, one team. You're not thinking about it on the whole. But explain to us why you think it's an A. Uh, texter says, I read that my all-time favorite baseball player, Ryan Sandberg, found out he has prostate cancer. I hope that he caught it early. Ryan Sandberg. Pronounced Ryan, not Ryan, Ryan. Ryan has two syllables. Ryan has one. Yeah, our thoughts and prayers are with you, Ryan. Uh, What do you say? We get to some sound from throughout the sports world today. Diesel and I have been talking about this a little bit off the air. Guys, um, the, the, I believe it was the play-by-play team for the Brooklyn Nets. The the two guys, the play-by-play guy, Ian Eagle, um, and Mike Fratello, his color analyst, went at each other. They tried to do it in a playful way, but you could tell very, very clearly there's some animosity between the two. What do you make of this? This played out over the air. I just want to say that earlier you had a very patronizing tone towards me. I fully understand what a slip screen is. I've been doing the NBA for 18 years. But the way you presented it initially was gobbledygook. So, like the audience, I wanted you to come back and explain yourself. And you then just took a firing line on me, and it was uncalled for. I don't think so. That's exactly what happened. You are overly sensitive to I am not. Did you have a bad day today? (laughs) It's, It's like... Okay, so you heard that. Uh, back and forth what did you think was that legitimate was that genuine or was it not what do you say uh next up on the audio rewind segment john harbaugh baltimore ravens got by the houston texans he says everyone in their locker room is a little on edge right about now 
Yeah, the locker room was good. I think everybody's just kind of a little, little edgy. You know, we all we all a little edgy. I mean, I talked to him last night. Like, how, do, how I don't even know how we feel. None of us know how we feel. We feel we're excited for the opportunity, but we're we're edgy and we're mad. You know, we got a lot to prove. And I felt that was kind of the feeling in the locker room at the game. And everybody just kind of just took a deep breath and said, "All right, you know, it's it's zero to zero. Gave up a big punt return, and um, it's our game to go win. We gotta go take it." John Harbaugh, they did just that. Lamar Jackson, he might say, I'm one of the critics. Lamar says, he saw me. He heard the critics. About you having one playoff win over the course of your career. Do you, have you heard that? Did it motivate you? You know I heard that. What's that? You know I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it. I, I don't even got to hear it. I see it, you know. But it is what it is. I really don't care about what people say. You know, I'm, I'm trying to win. Um, day in, day out, every time I'm on that field, I'm trying to play to the best of my ability. Those guys just had, you know, had our team number in the past, but it's a different team, like I've been saying, and we just got to stay locked in on what's ahead of us. Why don't we move forward to Dan Campbell? How about the Lions, man? First conference. Once called a meathead, says we love what we're bringing to the city of Big D. You know, it's not the first thing you think of if you go to L.A. or just in general, right? You got the sun, you got the beach, you got plenty of other things going on. And here, man, man, it's harsh winters, right? Auto industry, blue collar. Um, things aren't always easy. Um, and I just think that's what we're about. And that, that was... You know, you want something the city can be proud of. Though You can look at those guys and say, man, I can back that guy. I can back that team. You know, I can resonate with those group of guys. Um, you know, they're kind of salty. You know, they, they don't quit. They play hard. Um, and so I, I feel like we've done that. And I think these guys, you know, they have a kinship with this city in this area. And they love it, man. I love it. I love seeing it. Dan Campbell says it's not just one guy. It takes a village to get where the Lions are at right now. I got a lot of really, really outstanding people around me. It takes a village. And without everybody involved, without Brad Holmes, without Sheila, Rod, you know, Chris Spillman, without Ben Johnson, Aaron Glenn, Dave Phipp, I mean, you, you don't, you know, I'm fortunate. Kind of chokes up a little bit there. Yeah, he does, man. He does. He realizes the gravity of what he's doing in Detroit, man. I think we're all Detroit Lions fans, are we not? If you study that city, what they've been through, man, it's incredible. It's absolutely positively incredible. So Lamont Paris is doing some great work in Columbia. 15-3, and three, the best start for the Gamecocks since 2016-2017. You might remember they went to the Final Four that year. So what's Lamont's secret sauce? We ask Chris Phillips that question next, right here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. It's Offsides. Mark, Ron, and Diesel, and we are the fan upstate Mark, I shouldn't laugh at this because this is way too close to our industry. And if something like this happened here, it would it would really suck for us. Uh, thieves in Oklahoma 
cut down the tower to a radio station, KITX, in order to steal the copper off the broadcast tower. Here is Will Payne of Payne Media Group talking about the tower that was taken down, sort of explaining how it happened. They either used wire cutters or something really similar to that, and they just cut the guide wires on the top section, and that uh, set of guy wires, uh, after that, that's when it uh, folded and came to the ground. We need to be able to reach uh, the citizens of Northeast Texas and Southeast Oklahoma with life-saving information. And you've taken our voice off the air needlessly for, what, $100 worth of copper? Shame on you. Yeah, they were able to steal, Mark, only about $100 worth of copper wiring off of this radio tower. But they obviously they ruined the tower and they damaged the building in the process, doing about $500,000 worth of damage for $100 worth of copper. Oh, gosh. I mean, it's just like Diesel, honestly, I have no patience for people like that. When you guys hear me say that I would opt to save 95% of felines' lives, dogs' lives over human being lives, This is what I mean. I think cats and dogs are inherently good. They mean well. You got morons like this going on. What are they contributing to society? Anybody? I saw a video today, Diesel, of two women in church that acted like they were praying with an old lady while stealing her purse, stealing money out of her purse. They're like praying with her. They're on her knees. One of them's taking money out of her pocket. These same two ladies were filmed going into a store and going on a spending spree. I mean, like, guys, I, I just, I don't get it. Savages everywhere. It. You know, you guys wonder sometimes, hey, Mark, how come you have the big opinions all the time? Well, look, I naturally have big opinions, but big opinions connect with people. Have you turned on your local news? Is it mostly positive news? Is it mostly negative news that carries the day for you, right? Like, you guys know the answer to that. Don't blame us. Blame you. Blame what you consume. Blame what you want to see. You know, when I have um, something negative to say about South Carolina, which I did on uh, Saturday morning, that negative tweet goes viral. Okay, and I'm going to tell you how many people were reached by that. Me criticizing Shane Beamer, celebrating that he's getting a player back who left him. 97,000 people reached. Okay, 97,000. Today, I said something nice about the Gamecocks. Lamont Paris, he's building the program brick by brick. 15-3 and three start, their best since 2016-2017. Did something special happen in 2016, or is it just me? That's something nice, right, about the Gamecocks. You know how many people were reached by that tweet? 1,400. 1,400 people reached versus when I say something negative, 97,000 people reached. So stop blaming me, and how about stop? start blaming you? Because you guys determine what goes viral and what doesn't. We pick up on it as a show. Your local news picks up on it. We're all aware of what clicks, what connects, what goes viral. Start making it the good news and not the bad news, and you'll be amazed at how the content of the show changes, okay? Because we are in the engagement business. We always say what we believe, but we are funneled 
toward positive or negative based on what connects with you. Diesel and I look forward to rocking it out with you guys tomorrow right here on the most interactive sports talk show anywhere. Offsides, Mark Ryan and Diesel, we are the fan upstate.